On today's episode of the Wind Chill Factor Podcast, we have a legend in Buffalo fandom, Brother Bill. We talk with him, and I do apologize for the quality a little bit. I am recording on my phone for the time being, but that should change soon. But I hope you guys enjoy this. Thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to the Wind Chill Factor Podcast on the Built in Buffalo Network. Today, I have a very, 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 very special guest the man, the myth, the legend himself, uh, Bill's Mafia's brother, brother Bill. You want to introduce yourself, man? What's up, man? Uh, it's a pleasure to to be on here and to uh, talk to you because I've been a big fan of all the stuff you've done on on Twitter, and I always love your takes. I feel like we have similar similar tastes and the players we like and and what the Bills do. So that's always cool. But yeah, I started this page about a year and a half ago, maybe now. And it was just kind of like a, a joke thing that turned into, to really connecting with a lot of people and making a lot of people laugh and uh, kind of combining like my wittiness and like random pop culture references and stuff with my love for the bills. And it's just kind of taken off, which is just really fun for me. Right, man. And I promise you, man, the feeling is absolutely mutual. One of my favorite followers. I'm not going to have anybody on my podcast. So I'm not a, huge fan of um this guy is great like i, I swear uh, I, I believe it's at brother bill 716 right yeah yeah he listen man just great videos they're all hilarious they're all super duper creative it, it's a great follow uh probably definitely one of my favorite followers on twitter um so how did you feel about the draft this weekend what, what were your thoughts on it i'm ha- like uh it's it's weird it's like i i enjoy i like all the players we got you know like i'm not i have nothing against anyone mm-hmm. and uh, i'm excited for like a lot of the potential that's in this draft like i know it may not pay off right away right. but um i think especially the first like three picks are all going to end up being like really big contributors to like the ongoing success that that we've started to build here um, a part of me is a little upset there's like certain players I wanted and certain positions I wanted to see uh, get get like fixed up or, or improved, I guess, more because I don't think we have like a glaring hole anywhere. But I think there was a few places we could have got a little better. And uh, I don't know if we if we got like a right away fix for those, but I'm still really excited about the guys we got and, and what we're building. Right, absolutely. Um, so who were the players you were upset in, or not upset, but who were the players that you thought could have been, uh, you know, good players for us that were left on the board? So I was a huge ETN guy. I know that's not the most popular thing to, to want a first round running back, but I really thought, uh, I feel like we're at like that position where we're like, we're in a spot where it's like a luxury that like we can like take a guy like that who's just an absolute playmaker and plug them right in and like I have nothing against Singletary or Moss I'm, I'm more of a Singletary guy myself but I felt like he has like that home run playability that could really help uh our offense right away and and really fit that like four-year window that we have with all the contracts that we have signed right now so I was really like hoping he fell to us but he was already gone so it wasn't like we passed on him it just didn't work out and Greg Rousseau was actually my second my second guy I wanted. So I was pretty happy about him. Okay. Awesome. That, that sounds like it works out then. Um, yeah. I, I know that we, we basically share a brain on this. Like I was a big ETN guy and, you know, people didn't necessarily want to take a running back in the first round, which I understand, but I did feel like, you know, much like what you just said, 
we're a good team and we we have the luxury of being able to add playmakers and you know the running back would be a good value for us because we're already a good team and we don't have holes but the worst team in the league ended up taking the running back in the first round. So (laughs) with James Robinson, who had like a crazy year last year. Right. Absolutely. So I, you know, I'm not sure what their game plan is, but Hey, I guess they wanted both the Clemson guys, but uh, you said you like Greg Rousseau. What what are you looking forward to from him? I think just the, uh, the potential havoc he can cause for the defense. Like I'm not like a, a film watch like breakdown guy or like anyone who's like super into college football so my I always make sure everyone knows that like my takes on everything aren't like to live and die by like I'm kind of just more like having fun but the little bit that I watched of him before the draft and the stuff I read and obviously that one season that he really like started for the Hurricanes was just insane like 15 and a half sacks is nuts so I felt like that was just really intriguing and like he's huge. Um, he's just a really like, um, he just really caught my attention. Like that was one of the guys I was just like, I like this guy. Like I fell in love with, with the height, with the size, with the stats. So I don't break down film or anything. I know some people probably could pick it apart and say he's like slow. I know he didn't have the best pro day, but uh, I was just really excited off of what I saw in like the gameplay that he did play in. No, I, I totally agree. I think 15 and a half sacks as a redshirt freshman is absolutely crazy. Like, that's 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 wild. Like, that's unheard of, at least for me. Like, I've never heard of anything like that, especially when you consider Chase Young had 16 and a half sacks. That's right. it here. You know, so who's to say that if Russo played last year, he wouldn't have been right. like this dominant guy. So, you know, I'm, I'm really happy with, with the pick as well. Um, what about uh, Boogie Basham? How, how do you feel about him? I feel like he's like a little more ready to like step right in and, and maybe Rousseau is like slowly ease into gameplay or like takes right. a little bit longer to develop like a year or so. But I feel like what I've read about him, what I've seen about him is he's like a pretty all around good defensive end, like not just sacks, but like he had a ton of tackles for loss. I read, I saw a stat that like he had like the longest tackle for a loss streak in like college in the last like six years or something like that. So that, wow. okay. that's really impressive. Um, and I think that's what we lost a lot with, with Shaq leaving was like, not only were we not really getting to the quarterback last year, like our run defense was kind of getting torched sometimes. And Shaq really did do a good job at bringing the edge. I don't think he ever became the like pass rusher we expected when we drafted him, but he was pretty solid against the run. So I think Basham brings both of those, which, which seems encouraging for next year. Right. Totally agree. Um, I think that, I I watch uh, a little bit of Rousseau's film and what I can say that is he, A, is like you just said, he's humongous. You know, he's long. His nickname is Groot. So that should tell you everything you need to know. (laughs) Um, But also he, he's great at contain. It looks like to me on film from what I've seen, it looks like he's really good at contain. He's able to kind of set the edge, see where the ball carrier is going and, and, you know, make his move from that point, which is a weakness that we've had. Um, because, you know, Jerry, Jerry kind of loves to just run Go. right past the, <laughs> you know, the guy. And sometimes that, that leaves a little hole or whatever. Um, but I, I'm really excited for, for the both of these guys. So um, the roster as it is, what do you think of it? Do you think we could be better certain places? Do you think 
we have enough to win a Super Bowl. What's your opinion on on the roster as is before uh, free agency starts again? I think, I mean, we ended last year as a Super Bowl, like we're a game away, you know, like we're, we're right there. And I don't think we got worse at all. Um, I think Emmanuel Sanders, as much as I love John Brown, I do think he's a little more like all around better. Like he's a little more, I feel like he's a little stronger and he could do a little bit more than like John Brown could do. And I think he'll be healthier probably too. So I feel like that's a little upgrade, but I feel like almost everywhere else we've kind of kept everyone who, who played a major role, maybe a few people left. So I still think we're right there. Um, I would like to see maybe a, another cornerback brought in or maybe a D tackle or something like that, just to like, kind of like shore up like the two things that I think are a little weak. I don't think like I'm not anti Levi and I still would love to see what Dane Jackson could do, but I feel like I was a huge Afatu Melifonwu guy too. And I was really hoping that was the dude we went for because he's got the size and speed and we have like all these big tight ends in our division. It would have been nice to, to have a dude who's like tall and fast and athletic to put it alongside Trey. Um, but maybe we could find something, something there. I know there's a few good veteran cornerbacks still out in free agency. All right. See, I, I hate to sound like a broken record, but I totally agree with everything. You <laughs> said. <laughs> like uh, I was a big, I feel too metal fan uh, as well. And I was, I was a big, I was a fan of a lot of the guys like, um, I wanted to maybe go Asante Samuel Jr., Elijah yeah. Molden. Uh, there was a couple guys. And then even, you know, in the later rounds, a guy like Hamza Nazruddin, I was extremely – I was hoping so so badly that we got him. Um, didn't end up working out, you know, that way. So we'll see what happens. But uh, like you said, you know, we, we were a game away from the Super Bowl. Um, so, you know, and we brought everybody back again, like you said, and uh, – Emmanuel Sanders can is a little more toolsy than John Brown. Like he right. can do a little bit more. You know, he he has a little bit more to his game. Like, and I love John Brown, um, but Emmanuel Sanders is, is probably someone who who can probably do a little bit more in our offense uh, than John could. So um, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, so with the next season coming, it's a 17 game season, and I, I pretty much asked everybody I interviewed this. But um, I know you're a huge Josh Allen fan, as am I. Uh, what do you? What would you think that Josh Allen's stats would be for the 17 game season in 2021, where he's in his fourth year with uh, Dayball? You know, he still has Ken Dorsey. You know, he's he's with obviously with McDermott again. He has Stephon Diggs for another year. Cole Beasley, Gabe Davis is in the second year. Uh, you know, Dawson Knox goes into his third. Like you know, just everybody has a little bit more experience. They have more experience with winning games, with seeing how the playoffs work. You know, they won 13, almost pretty much 14 games last year. You know, so uh, what, what would you see this, the, you know, the, the stats looking like, the record? You know, how do you see uh, next year going for us? I mean, I, I feel like with an extra game, unless, like, things are, are sealed up and, like, he doesn't end up playing the extra game or something, like mm-hmm. – I don't think 5,000 yards is crazy, man. Like, he, he was close last year. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's just a little more continuity. Like, another year of Stefan, another year that, the, like, the entire offensive line is basically all intact together again. Um, so, I, I could see, like, 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns, honestly. Like, that's 
if he keeps going the way he's going and, and improving the way he has been, that's that's definitely attainable for him. Um, and 17-game season, maybe like 14 wins, 14, 15 wins. Okay. Um, I'm right there with you. Um, honestly, I, I'm a little ambitious, but I, I always say that I, I am of the belief that Josh Allen is the most talented quarterback who's ever stepped foot on a football field, right? Um, I don't think that if there's somebody who who can throw like him, he's he's in that upper echelon as far as arm talent. Would you would you agree with that? Oh, 100 percent. Top and two. When, not, when you consider his, his arm talent, and then you add in his athleticism, there's not a lot of guys who can compete with that. You know what I mean? No. Um, so I'm I am of the opinion he's one of the, if not the most talented quarterback who's ever played. So I I would say something because. You also have to consider that last year he played injured for a little while. Uh, and not only that, but he, he took the second half of the Miami game off. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I think his, his numbers might be astronomical. Uh, That's true. And you have to remember, what was that one game when, like, Gabe – I feel like Gabe Davis caught, like, three touchdowns in a row or some shit. Or he threw, like, three that. touchdowns in a row and they all got waved off. Yeah, you know, that was the <laughs> like, Broncos game, right? I'm, I'm not, I'm I not can't remember now, but I just remember being like, what is happening? Yeah, that was uh, when Josh was like, how many times do you got to score? Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely uh, agree. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm really optimistic about this season. So, obviously, um, we are the, the kings of the AFC East at the present moment. The Patriots got a Tom Brady-esque type of quarterback <laughs> in Mac Jones. And, you know, people are really excited to see somebody like Matt Jones end up with Bill Belichick, and they think that they can do great things similar to what Brady did. Where are you at with that? What do you think of that? I have absolutely zero fear from Mac Jones. <laughs> I was so happy that happened. I was dreading. I, I felt like I felt like it just seemed perfect that, like, Justin Fields would follow them, and, yeah. and right when we were taking over, like, the throne, like – they got this like jolt of energy in life from like a guy who I think is going to end up being a stud. Right. Um, so when, when the bears traded up and, and you know, the bears too, like there's a part of me that's like, are they going to take Mac Jones? Like it just seemed like something the bears might do. Right. But I was super <laughs> happy that they took fields and, and the Patriots got stuck with him. And I think I have no fear from him. I don't think he's going to be anything special at all. Right. I'm, I'm right there with you again. Um, I was terrified that they were going to take Justin Fields. Um, so when Chicago traded up, I was extremely happy. I'm personally of the belief that when you have a, a Josh Allen in your division, even a Zach Wilson to a degree, we'll see what he can do. I don't necessarily think he's better than Sam Darnold, but we'll see what he can do. Um, you know, you, you have guys like Deshaun Watson in the league, uh, the obviously Lamar Jackson's, Kyler Murray's, the you know uh, Justin Fields now you know, those type of mobile quarterbacks. And those are the guys who are thriving now, even Patrick <laughs> Mahomes to a degree. Um, so I just, I, I see the NFL moving in a different direction than, than Tom Brady, you know what I mean? And oh, yeah. Tom Brady is already, I mean, as much as it pays me to say, he's, he's the greatest quarterback. And he has kind of like the experience already. He knows the ins and outs and knows what to do. Mac Jones, you're, you you got to teach a guy, like, everything all over again. Right. <laughs> and I don't know if if the NFL is, is going to be a, an environment where that type of system works. You know I what totally I mean? Agree. 
And that was like that. Uh, I made that uh, meme video with the dude from Shawshank Redemption, the old dude who gets out of jail. Oh my! I don't know God. If it's <laughs> that might be my favorite video head. so far, man. I thought that was my best one too. Honestly, I was cracking up I, just when I thought of it. I was dying to myself. It was right when they drafted him, and I was gonna just post like the quote when he says like the league won itself or yeah like the league won it's got itself in a big hurry or something like that yeah yeah and i just started thinking about all the other stuff in the in the scene i was like i can make an amazing video out of this because it's just it. so perfect like it was like never seen a mobile quarterback like right. league speeding up too much for him can't keep up he's this old dude <laughs> again please please follow this man uh, brother bill 716 and go watch that video because i promise you it is perfect like from everything to the the old man walking down the street to everything he's saying having you know to pertain to the situation at hand and then you know you put the the, the words up on the screen kind of saying you know what bill belichick will be thinking in the moment um you talk about how he he goes up to tampa and watches him <laughs> practice Thinking Tom might say hello. Absolutely hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. That was a, a great video. Uh, other than that one, what will be like some of the other good ones that you think you've had so far? Oh man. Um I think the uh I had one that blew up like really big last year that was like the it was like the Squidward SpongeBob talent show thing from SpongeBob where like okay. SpongeBob comes out and he's like mopping the floor and everyone's like going nuts for him. And then Squidward comes out and does the same thing. And like, everyone's like booing him. Right. <laughs> and it was like right after Tua had like started two games and had like, you know, like 150 yards, like a touch. Yeah. You know I mean, he wasn't doing anything special, but everyone was like really gassing him up. Mm-hmm. So I made like Josh Allen with Squidward where he's like, every time Squidward did something, I'd put like 450 yards, five touchdowns, like as Josh Allen. And everyone's just like dead silent. And then uh, Tua is like, completes a pass and everyone's going nuts for him and stuff like that. So that one that's, was really funny to me. That's actually a really good point because people did not want to give Josh his credit. Like no. even until really toward the end of the season, um, you know, when he got those few MVP votes or whatever. But before that, like people didn't want to give him his credit at all. You know, they were like it's a flash in the pan. He's got Stefan Diggs and Brian Dayball. He's not that like, you know, it was really weird. It was honest. And that's like the thing that makes me so mad. And like, we get tabbed as being like sensitive and stuff, but they, they showed the video of uh, Todd McShay when like Mel Kuyper was um, like, kind of like giving Josh his, his credit last year before right. the new season. Mm-hmm. And like, it wasn't even like a normal, like, no, I don't agree with you. It was like, they were treated like Todd McShay was like patting him on the back as if he had like an issue that he thought like you know what I mean like it was Super like condescending. Super condescending. Absolutely. it was so disrespectful and I think that's why like now we are so like people get sick of us always sticking up for Josh now and like bringing up old takes and stuff but like you forget how hard like the hate was like it was crazy like absolutely and and I, I mean we're just giving it back you know what I mean we got all this hate for like two years and I mean, if you were one of us who are watching every game, you also are seeing this dude like develop. So almost every, I mean, the second season it was like every single week right, he was right. better than the last week. Like it was blatant. So I get fired up about that. I know a lot of our fan base does, and we get we take a lot of slack for it now. But like, I think it's all all justified from what we went through. 
Absolutely, I agree. Um, I, I made a video about it. You know, I, I put all the that was fire. Uh, yeah, that video was fire. Appreciate that, man. Um, you know, I, I talked about you know, or I didn't talk about it, but uh, I put you know the the narratives of all the pundits, you know, talking about how he'll be a bust and you know he's he's a bad quarterback. You know how they started agreeing with Jalen Ramsey. Josh Allen is two and zero against Jalen Ramsey, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, you know, I, I, that, that really, really bothered me, especially, again, like you said, because, you know, we were watching every game. We seen him, you know, he didn't have it all together yet, but we seen him be Superman, like, multiple times. Oh, yeah. So, and we were, like, thinking, like, if this guy can be Superman consistently, like, this is going to be scary, <laughs> you know? And, if, if you take, like, the first, like, four or five games out of his second year and just looked at, like, the last 11, it's, like, insane, like – you know what I mean? Like it was on. Yeah. You could see it. Like right. I know the first four games he had. I think he had a, that Patriots game was pretty bad. He threw like a, a good amount of interceptions and stuff. But mm-hmm. like he he those last like ten weeks of that season were just exactly what we thought they'd be. And then this year he came out guns of blade. Like never looked back. Maybe a couple stumbles, but top tier, a hundred percent. Right. And uh, again, to what you just said. Uh... Last year, if, if you watch the, the end of last season, then the third season shouldn't have been a surprise to you because right. he, he was absolutely balling. You know, um, I think he went like nine straight games without a single interception or something crazy uh-huh. like that. You know, he was very uh, he's very protective with the ball. You know, he had the games uh, where people actually could see what he could do, like versus uh, Dallas on Thanksgiving. But people still refused to give him his credit. It was a really odd situation. <laughs> It really was. I'll never forget going into that uh, Thanksgiving game and like having a few friends who are Cowboys fans and and I, I didn't have the brother Bill page even back then yet, but everyone knows I'm a Bills fan and and I don't really talk smack too much either. Honestly, I, I like to keep to myself. Obviously, I'm brother Bill. I'm a little more vocal and stuff. That's kind of like an extreme version of myself. Right. So in real life, I'm pretty I'm pretty calm about everything and. Uh, I just remember them like saying like you like you don't really think they're gonna win like expect me to agree with them and I'm like no dude I, I think we're gonna like beat the shit out of you guys <laughs> and like they just did, they're like you don't actually think that like you're just being a homer I'm like no dude like you guys don't get it. like I, you'll see but and I and it came true like it was it was an amazing game it was, it was a glorious feeling especially to be on national TV because everybody swore the Cowboys yes. were gonna win like they were a good team or something uh-huh. uh, I, I wasn't really sure why it was such like. It, it was like everybody's opinion. Hey, you know, the Cowboys are going to win. They're going to get back on track and they're going right. to go to the Super Bowl. Then Josh Allen comes and lights them up. <laughs> you know, uh, one of my greatest Josh or one of my favorite Josh Allen plays ever came out of that game. Which was, the uh, best like that is the best play of all time. I already know what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, that, that was one of my favorite plays of all time. What, what will be. Some of what were some of your favorite Josh Allen moments, or actually just just Bills moments? Period. Favorite Bills moments. My Josh Allen one is definitely honestly that's probably my favorite one of all time. Is that dugout fumble? That was just like everything you want to see out of somebody. Like, you know what I mean? Like what? What? I mean, any position player to do that is is incredible. But for a quarterback, just to like. I mean, you see people who are quarterbacks like sacking themselves when there's too much pressure coming, like laying down and just like not getting hit. Mm-hmm. This man dug his hand into a pile of like 300 pound dudes, right? And just like plucked it out like it was nothing. 
and then literally threw a guy like five yards backwards. <laughs> like it was incredible. That was um, crazy. Absolutely. And he had another one uh, versus the Patriots where uh, they kind of saw the quarterback sneak come in and he maneuvered out of the way and dived forward for uh, the first downs. So yeah. Cool. Uh huh. He did. I remember that. I'm sorry. Um, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm trying ahead. to think of some other like. You know, it's it's tough when like you you have like the thrill of the moment one. So I have all these ones from like the last couple of years, but I'm trying to think back because I've been going to games since I was a kid, and I remember I was a huge Roscoe Parish guy. So I I remember some of his punt returns that got me like super fired up. Absolutely. Um, I was at a Jacksonville Jaguars game where I think we were down at the time, and it was like really close to the end of the game, and he took a punt back, and I just remember. He was starting to fall like he went to do a juke and there's like one man to beat and he was like stumbling, like losing his footing. And the dude who was blocking for him like was behind him and kind of like picked up his shirt and like put him back upright on his feet. And he like scored a touchdown. I thought that was like so cool. Oh, wow. I, was like, <laughs> I was like 12 at the time. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, I think the Nate Clemens hit obviously has to be one of the best, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, a, that's a amazing <laughs> play. He and then probably the Dre and Florence intercept pick six against Brady. Oh man, you you're going way back. You're you're like a, a true <laughs> fan, you know. <laughs> that was that was elite. Can't 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 uh, accuse Brother Bill of being a bandwagon fan. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> I think I you know that, that's a lot of uh, great moments. Um, I, I honestly, man, I can't get Tyron Johnson out of my head. Uh, I just, that was yeah. I'm, that's <laughs> that was incredible. He had two of the biggest plays in Bill's history, possibly, you know, last year. And both of them came at, like, the perfect time. Um, I'll never forget uh, probably some of my, like, not plays, but just, like, moments is probably the uh, the Thanksgiving game as well. Just uh, Jordan Phillips and Shaq Lawson, like, absolutely yeah. trolling um, <laughs> Zeke. Yeah, that is I miss them so much, man. They were so awesome. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, oh, man, it sucks because I agree. Like, I wanted Jordan Phillips and Shaq Watson to stay. I know that they wanted to get paid, which, right. you know, was well within their rights because they deserved oh, it. Yeah. But, um, you know, we, we just couldn't afford them anymore, especially not at the price they were asking for with the production they put forward. As much as I love them, I don't think that they were, like, super-duper productive to get paid as much as they were asking for. But I understand yeah. it, you know. Yeah, you have I'm a the great same season, way. Absolutely capitalize off of it. I no, I have no problems with that. Part of like part of me being brother Bill, I feel like I try to be. I'm definitely more fan based than like logically based. So I always have this like, I like to follow my heart. So like Jordan Phillips, Jordan Phillips was my Josh Allen and Jordan Phillips. Like that was my favorite player, honestly. Like I was, if they signed him to another contract, I was buying his jersey like that day. Right. I was saying it all. All year, even the year that we first picked him up from the Del- – my friend's a big Dolphins fan, so he was like – he was all, he always liked him, even though he didn't – I remember he would always tell me that, like, he just didn't get a lot of playing time, but when he did play, he was really effective. So I was pretty, like, excited to see what he could do with us, and he had a decent first year, but I don't think I ever expected his second year to be that good. But I just loved his energy. It reminded me of, like, Takeo Spikes when I was a kid, who was just, like, just yeah. electric, dude. Like, I remember him coming out of the tunnel and, like, just going – ballistic like Ooh, doing dances energy. and firing up everybody absolutely him and london well not london fletcher was a, like the energy he was like the calm one but they were just yeah. so good together it was like exactly yin and yang. exactly so I, I i do have a question for you what 
made you become Buffalo's favorite brother? <laughs> um, it was just like, if especially if you, I had like my my regular person Twitter where I was just like, I, you know, what I mean, I wasn't like a Bills based thing. It was just like Bills were kind of taking it over because they were like. They were always a big part of me, but they were doing well. So, like, I just found myself not being able to stop talking about them. And uh, I was heading up to, like, Scranton, Wilkes-Barre, to visit a buddy who was playing hockey out there. And it was the few days before the playoff game against the Texans. And uh, I just, like, came up with the idea on the way there. I was, like, kind of, like, shooting ideas to my buddies. Like, I think I'm going to make this page. I've always been like kind of like a clever meme guy, like just for my own enjoyment, I would make them. So I was like, that was going to be my bread and butter. I just knew it already. Like that's how I, I could probably maybe get some followers, but I don't think I expected it to get really popular. It's kind of just for myself just to, just to tweet things off. And I want to be like a positive, funny, uh, kind of like fan, fan based spin on things instead of like having like a, you know, like a media person who who knows like too much or like a statistical person. Like I just kind of yeah. wanted to be like the fan guy who's just here to like hype things up or or say what like fans would say. I kind of just based it on like an extreme version of myself and I just did it and it didn't get popular at all for a while. <laughs> like I had it for like a good like seven months maybe before people really started to like see the page and and liking it and following it. Oh wow, that's actually yeah. shocking. I, I kind of thought you like blew up overnight. So no, you, were, I, you were grinding, dude. I was all so I'm a barber too. So like it, when quarantine hit, I was I couldn't work from home. I couldn't do like anything. So that's when like I think I really started to turn it on a lot more because that was like I got a puppy one, so that was a lot of my energy. And then brother Bill, so I would just watch movies all day, like find funny scenes, put them into stuff, and I think it was like probably towards the middle or end of summer when, when my page started getting like love, like I'd get like retweets and favorites, but like no followers, like it was just not growing. And I was, it was kind of like upsetting. Cause I was like, man, I'm getting like, I'm getting like a good amount of likes and stuff, but like nobody really cares. But I was also using a like picture of Shooter McGavin, I think with a Bill's head on. Like I, so I looked like a troll page kind of. So it wasn't until the season started. I feel like I had like maybe, 800 not even probably like 600 followers and uh i hit up my buddy whose girlfriend does like um graphic design i was like let's make like i actually want to start showing myself i feel like that could be a good avenue for me to go like making videos of myself and not hiding behind like a fake page picture thing and once we did that i just feel like that's when it really started taking off because then i started doing the wake-up calls where i was like showing myself and doing stupid shit and <laughs> it just kind of started that's when i started getting really like a following right no that uh, honestly I, I i think that that's exactly where you went right well um, you know when you start putting yourself on camera and we're able to be more noticeable and everything right those videos were amazing man i was i, I was a really <laughs> big fan and this was before i even kind of entered the bills content universe i was obviously a really big bills fan kind of right. you know similar to your, your story a little bit um, you know, I was just kind of just tweeting about the bills and, and every so often I would see like you or, or, um, like Chris Collins videos, yeah. awesome content from you guys. And I was like, wow, like, you know, I, I kind of wanted to get into bills Twitter and, uh, you know, it, it happened and actually me and you became really cool. So that was definitely a positive outcome out of it. Yeah. I, I can't remember when I first saw, I remember 
I know I gotten some slack for it before too, uh, especially when I came back on the Twitter after that whole debacle, but people were getting at me for, for not following back. And uh, I'm just like one of those people, like, I don't, I want to follow people who I truly enjoy their takes or who are like, just like nice people. And there's people who stick out and I started seeing your stuff all the time. And I was like, damn, this dude's saying exactly what I always say. Like we had the same <laughs> ideas on stuff and I thought your stuff was like really intelligent and just good. So I shot you the follow and I think anyone, I'm not like a snob, like I'll follow anyone if, if they, if I see them enough and I, I really enjoy the stuff that they're putting out as well. Like I'm not just, I'm just not a follow for follow guy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why people got so mad about it because I've never pitched myself as that either. No, that was kind of confusing. <laughs> Listen, man, I, you are nothing but positive, and that's exactly what we need in the Bills community because there's like there's some you know people who who think they know it all, and you know they get a little snobby sometimes. But brother, Bills page is always you know just refreshing a positivity about the Bills. You know, watch a couple of videos, laugh, and get some great opinions, some great takes. You know because. I know you, you try to say you're not like the guy who knows it all, but you, you're a really intelligent, you know, Bill's personality, like as far as knowing what's going on, you know, having great takes and, and knowing what you're talking about, because there's a lot of guys who don't. <laughs> you know, so it, that's something I always appreciated about you. Um, so, you know, obviously you've been a really, really big fan. Um, is there anything else you want to say, man? Um, I'm just looking forward to uh... – so the training camp starting up now, like getting – it was really fun having this draft because I brought back a lot of, like, content and things to talk about. Like, the whole draft day, I feel like I was just firing out tweets and, like, having some really good discussions. And I miss that because, like, when the season starts, it's like every single day is like that. It's just right. nonstop. And it's a huge part of a lot of our lives, and, and I can't wait for it to get back. So I think that's that's the one thing I'm super looking forward to. Other than that, I'm just gonna you try to find some some inspiration to make some stuff in the meantime, you know, staying busy. <laughs> Absolutely. Well man, I definitely look forward to the next video. And also, by the way, you, you have the most adorable dog. <laughs> what, what's, uh, what's, the, what's her name? It's a boy. His name okay, is I'm, I'm a big Cubs fan too. His name is Wrigley. Okay. I was actually deciding between Ralphie for like Ralph Wilson or Wrigley. And then, like, my whole family hated Ralphie, like my mom, my girlfriend, <laughs> my roommate, I think, didn't really like it either. So I went with I went with Wrigley. Wrigley's a great name. So it is. is. That's a great decision. <laughs> great decision. He's a great dog, man. He's he's hilarious. <laughs> well, um, let the people know where they can reach you, where they can, you know, follow you and see some of your great content. Yeah. So my Twitter, my Twitter, Instagram is brotherbill716. It's all the same. I have a TikTok. I'm not super active on that but uh twitter is definitely my main thing that's where i feel like i can be i can just kind of speak my mind and and have some good conversation and and talk to other bills fans and i think that's what i enjoy the most that's why i'm always on twitter i love it <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the same exact way I, I have instagram following i'm not really on tiktok i, I use tiktok this tiktok's amazing but i've kind of started yeah that's kind of what I'm, I'm just watching videos on there yeah exactly <laughs> get lost for like hours in tiktok videos <laughs> but uh man i really appreciate you coming on it's, it's been a pleasure man we got finally got to talk um like i said i'm a huge fan please follow uh brother bill 716 on all platforms uh man just uh, i really appreciate you coming on man yeah thanks for having me dude it was awesome all right no problem man you you continue to be great 
and uh, we'll we'll continue to talk. All right. And then uh, also, uh, you invited me to tailgate, so I'm gonna take you up on that. Oh yeah, we got to do that. I'm pumped. <laughs> <laughs> all right perfect man well it's been a pleasure i want to thank you all for listening to uh the windshield factor podcast again on the built in buffalo network uh have a great day